Alright, well welcome back to the woods guys. My name is Austin Fote and today on this lovely podcast I have this guest with me sitting next to me named uh, Chase Arnett. Uh, as we know, I'm Manfish. Manfish, why don't you say hello? Hey, hello guys. Um, thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure really to be here. <laughs> oh yeah, it's definitely awesome to have you on the show today. Uh, tell us Manfish, where'd you move to? Um, I recently just moved to Springfield, Tennessee. Nice, nice. Yeah. What you been doing down there? Uh, I landed a job at a de- dealership in Nashville. So nice. I had to kind of support cars, and I'm looking to start my apprenticeship and uh, for my mechanic certification. Awesome. Yeah. So a little uh, facts about Manfish here. I got to know this guy from college, and uh, he was willing to come talk on the show with me today. Uh, pretty much today what we're going to talk about is a little bit about sports. I have some topics I want to run down. Uh, and then we're going to talk about some stuff that we want to talk about on the show today. Right, so. so first off, I, I know you're not maybe into baseball. I'm not really into baseball that much, but I have to say this. The Detroit Tigers drafted a stud player that I need to talk about. Spencer Torkelson, I believe is his name. Uh, Arizona State, phenomenal player. Do you know anything about this guy? No, I don't. What, That's fine. What position? So this guy... I, just some stats I know off the top of my head. He like broke the home run record as a freshman. Uh, I don't know if it was for the school or if it was for the NCA in general, but this guy's just a ball player, and that's all I've been reading about is how this guy is gonna like change the whole environment of the Detroit Tigers. He's got I, a big bat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because like I was looking at some of the stats about how his like home run percentage or in like at bat. This guy just doesn't screw up. Like he's just a ball player. I have no idea if this guy's going to be one of the guys that just starts on the actual Tigers right away. Like, I think he could be, but with how the MLB's going right now, we just got to hope, like, we have a freaking season, to be honest right, with you. Right, uh, Pretty much, uh, I'm not I'm not that big of a baseball guy, but I do know that this is a major hit for the Tigers. Like, yeah. I was it was uh it was between him and I think it was like Austin Martin or something like that and I was just I watched the first five minutes of it and I turned it off because I didn't care after <laughs> the Tigers but I was like please pick this guy please pick Spencer and they ended up picking him now it's just it was just awesome to see that he finally the Tigers are going on to a new direction because recently I don't know if you've been keeping up with them oh, they've yeah. been going downhill like oh, yeah. off their players trades and mm. releasings and everything what do you think about the Tigers right now? I feel like the Tigers are in a rebuilding phase still, more like most Detroit teams are. So, <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> so, um, getting this player, I don't know if he's what we need, but I think he'll be an aspect for the team, a good aspect. Like, yeah. Like, I think the way you're wearing him, maybe we're looking at next Miggy in his prime, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely going to be something that we're going to, I'm going to at least love to watch him play. Whenever we have an MLB season. Right. But enough about baseball. I cannot keep that conversation going. We Something that I've been really looking at for this one player that I'm name. His name is Dalvin Cook. He's the Minnesota Vikings running back. Yeah. He is on nearing the end of his contract, and he's pretty much on a holdout. I don't know if you know anything about holdouts, but pretty much the thing with the running backs is teams don't want to pay the running backs top dollar because – they can just get another running back. And that's kind of like my feeling on his holdout. Devin Cook's a great running back. He went 11,000, or it was 
1,100 rushing yards, 13 touchdowns, if I can remember correctly. And it wasn't even 16 games. He just really did great. He had a great season, and now he just wants more money. Right. What do you think about that? I mean, the stats are there. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much money is he looking? Like, like, like short, so, a shorter contract, a longer contract? Yeah. So the thing with this is he's on his rookie contract still. Okay. He's really young. He's like 24, 25. Okay. And he's just the, – his first few seasons wasn't the greatest. He didn't even really start all throughout his whole seasons. But then he finally had the one season where he just started, and he really came out and been a beneficial ball player. I actually think this guy's going to be a top five running back next this next season, and I think he's got the talent to be yeah. something for the Vikings, even though I'm not the biggest Vikings fan. My dad is a big Vikings fan, and he right. loves this guy. Right. But the thing is, do the Vikings want to put an, their salary cap on the line for this guy? You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Um. I mean, it's a chance they could take. Is it the good chance that we don't know? We won't know until the season starts, until he shows out. Right. Like with the stats from last season, like you were saying, he he showed up last season, but can he do it again? That's is, is that lineman? Is that line going to come out and you know do what they got to do, do their work? Is he going? Is he going to be able to get through that? Like you know what I mean? Like is he going to show up? That's the big question. That's a good good answer to that because. There's so many running backs in the NFL that can take that spot and just perform, maybe not as good as him, but can perform enough for the Vikings to be good. Right. That that's like that's kind of what my thought on this is. You think about franchise running backs like Ezekiel Elliott, where right. he's getting paid good money right now to run in front of a line that is really good. Yeah. And he's just gonna produce 1,300 running yards a season, it's just going to happen unless he gets injured or something. Right. But when you look at a player like Dalvin Cook, who had his first season, that was just great. Mm-hmm. You kind of just have to think to yourself as the Vikings uh, management, is this a risk we're willing to take? Right. That's what I was trying to say. It just Is it worth it? You know what I, I mean? guess it comes down to how his season is here, but he's or Dalvin's looking for a contract reconstruction before the season starts. Oh, really? Which is smart, in my opinion, because yeah. if he has a bad season, then he already has his contract signed. Right. Isn't the deadline coming up for uh, contracts? There's not really a, a deadline for him because he still has a year left. Okay. He's just trying to reconstruct it. Yeah. To have more years, yes. Okay. Uh, I think in his situation, Dalvin Cook might see. A different team with more money but if the vikings were smart about this they would try to reconstruct his salary into something that's doable in my opinion right huh but pretty much with dalvin cook being said i want to move on to another player who i have a different different feelings about his name's Dak prescott he's a quarterback of the cowboys and, again, another rookie coming to the end of his contract. Mm-hmm. He's looking for an extreme amount of money. money. Yeah. Yes. And right here I have it said that he wants $118 million for three years. No. 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 He's not that good. I don't think he's that good. No. Yeah, Duck Prescott, he's – so for his first few years that he's been playing in the uh, league here, he really has – turn on himself he had to step into a spot where he wasn't a first round pick he was like a mid-pack pick Mm -hmm. and he really had to come out and show himself because 
what else did he have? You know what I mean? Yeah. He had to really play in preseason. He got noticed by the Cowboys. He took the starting position over and from, uh, I think it was Tony Romo back when. And he just, he's been stuck there ever since as the quarterback. And he's put up mediocre to good quarterback stats, in my opinion. He, he'll get you the 3,500-plus passing yards. He'll get you the 25 touchdowns, maybe some rushing yards and rushing touchdown, but... I don't see the Drew Brees numbers in this guy. No, there's no way. There's no way he deserves that much money. I think. I don't know. I think he should go to a different team. I think he needs to move on. Honestly. Yeah. So one thing about Dak Prescott to me that I don't like is how much money him and his agent are trying to construct yeah. here. Like the Cowboys already have so much cap room missing from most of their players that they're signing. Like a team. That has 53 players plus their practice squad. That's already a lot of money as it is. Paying one quarterback $118 million for the span of three years is a lot of money. Yeah, that's, yeah. No, it's not, it's not, he's not worth it. Not yet, at least. Yeah, but my thing with that, this Dak Prescott thing is he's trying to compare himself to Patrick Mahomes right, right now. Right, right, no. Is he worth more than. The Patrick Mahomes pay that he might get one day, or a Lamar Jackson. I just don't see it. No, no. Mahomes and Lamar Jackson both showed out last season. They both put up crazy numbers. They both had their own game to it. They had their own, you know, they brought their own style to the NFL. Our back is just like, I don't know. It's like just like another average quarterback. He's is he just, a top 10 in your opinion in the league? If he is, he's like 10 or 9. If All he right. is. Respectable. I would honestly say, in my opinion, maybe 10 or 11th like, yeah. in the league. I just I think there's other quarterbacks that are better. Yeah. Just off the top of my head, I, I think even like Cam Newton in his prime was better yeah. than Dak Prescott is right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I find it unbelievable that players like Cam Newton are on the free agency. And then like teams like the Jaguars, who have a rookie quarterback, my guy Gardner Minshew, he... Uh, this is probably gonna be a starter there for the next season, yeah. but like that um that new uh Bills quarterback. That, Josh Allen? Yeah, I like him a lot. So okay, so the thing with Josh Allen to me is he's just so good with the system with the Bills. Yeah. He just he can run, he can throw. Yeah, he's accurate. He has playmakers. Yeah. Well now he does. And if I'm not mistaken, the Bills were a playoff pushing team last year. Yeah, they were. They're going to be another playoff pushing team for this year. Mm-hmm. And even thinking about their division now with uh, Tom Brady leaving the, right. the division, are the Bills the con- or, uh, conference championship contending team now? Yeah, I could definitely see that, yeah. I mean, Josh Allen alone can take that team to the playoffs, I think, personally. In my opinion. I mean, look at his accuracy numbers. Like, look at the numbers he put up last season. He just... He just knows how to move the ball downfield. Right. And he's just he's just, I think he's a really good quarterback. I think it's gonna be something big one day. I definitely agree with you on that. But uh, moving on to uh, this other topic, I seen I really support this. Uh, what this player said. So Deshaun Jackson came out and said uh, players should be mic'd up for the next season of the NFL, <laughs> kind of like uh, the XFL did with uh, commentating on the sidelines and stuff. Yeah. I personally think this would be a game changer. I would love to hear the players yeah. talking mad, like stuff between each other. Oh yeah. What do you think about them Dude, getting mic'd up? Players in the NFL getting mic'd up would probably be the coolest thing ever. I'd love it. It would be so fun to watch and so fun to listen to. And 
you know, being able to hear him like talking back and forth, it just, it just, it just sounds really entertaining. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's, you're gonna hear cuss words. I don't know how they're gonna blur all that out if they are gonna <laughs> blur it out, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But like, at the end of the day, I think the ratings of like, the NFL will probably go up. Honestly, like. Yeah. I, Without a doubt, the NFL is probably number one watch sport in, in the United States right yeah, now. Yeah. I don't see them going down anytime soon. Right. But. Getting mic'd up would definitely bring a different aspect to the game yeah. that I've never seen. Right. I would love to hear what Odell Beckham's saying to the cornerbacks right. while they're playing or what some of the quarterbacks are thinking while they're out there. Right. Like there's a, it's a whole new component that I would like to see in this age of time in 2020. <laughs> that would be that would be something else. That would be cool. It would be really cool. Yeah. But uh, moving on from that, the NFL finally released that they're able to go into uh, training, basically not training camp yet, but they're able to get back to their facilities. What do you think about them being allowed back into the facilities? <clears throat> um, about damn time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I really got to say about that. Like, I mean, the whole corona thing going around is a shame, but, man, they really need to start practicing. You know, season's starting to come up. You know, guys are out of shape. You know, guys are eating too much yeah. food. You know, guys are getting fat, whatnot. But... Man, it's about damn time. <laughs> I'm watching some uh, some stuff while I work out about uh, the players and like how they've been keeping themselves in shape and stuff. And like some of them have not been keeping themselves right. in shape. It's about to be Ed, Eddie Cheeseburger uh, all over again out here. <laughs> We're about to have like freaking bulky ass wide receivers. You know what I mean? So we... Yeah, but definitely, I think it's a better, it's a good, not a better, but a great step into the right direction for the yeah. NFL because sports in general. It's a it's a full time job. You're not just playing ball. You're working yeah. out continuously. Yeah. You have to be in shape. You have to know the plays. You have to know the scheme, and you have to know the playbook. Like yeah. that's so much education for these rookies coming in that probably won't get all the benefits that these other players got in the past. Right. This season is going to be different, I think, for the rookies. Not allowing these NFL teams to come back to train. It's much needed because these rookie, some of these rookie quarterbacks in college, they just play off of what they see on whiteboards. They don't right. they don't know what to look for. It's huge learning curve when you get to the NFL from college. Huge learning curve, probably. It really is. Yeah, well, I, I did, didn't play college ball, but yeah, right. Didn't um didn't one game get added to the NFL too this season? Um, I think it's in talks because they want they want them to play seventeen games, but I don't think it physically is put into the next season yet okay they did include a play a new playoff though it's going to be seven teams instead of six teams on in each conference oh wow yeah it's going to be great so pretty much what they're going to do is it's going to be one by team now instead of two and then they're going to seed from the next so second to seventh and then they'll play just how they usually play in the playoff bracket so it'll be like second versus seventh right third versus six and then after that, they just continue until they get a, to the championship again. Right. Hey, maybe we'll actually have a playoff run this year. What do you think about them adding more teams to the playoffs? I like that. You like adding two more? I like that because we have a better chance now. Yeah. <laughs> Detroit does. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's actually cool. It's gonna be. I mean, it's actually it's gonna be a week longer. A week longer, but that's all. That's whatever. You know what I mean? But, yeah. No, it's gonna be interesting. I, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, because now it allows instead of two wildcard teams, it's going to be four 
uh, division teams, and it's going to be three wild card teams for each conference. Yeah. Because sometimes some teams get shafted. I've watched teams that go eleven and five that miss the playoffs because the dude or the team in their uh, division goes thirteen and three, and then two of the wild cards are eleven five and just a better right. better record than them. So that's pretty much. With the NFL coming back, I'm glad they're coming back because I need something to watch. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> all I do is watch sports. I cannot stand watching reruns. Yeah, it sucks. But uh, so moving on from that, I, I want to talk about the NBA a little bit. I don't I don't know a lot about the NBA, but I've seen that they're doing some kind of playoff schedule oh, for yeah. the upcoming season. I don't know if you know anything about it. I don't really know much, to be honest, but I do know a little bit about what they're going to do. They want to have, I think it's 22 teams, mm-hmm. and they want to ball them up in uh, Walt, Di- Walt Disney or whatever yeah. in Florida, yeah. and they want to play these teams against each other. And yeah. I was hearing on some some uh, station that they want to put the players in the hotels at Walt, at Walt Disney yeah. for three months, and they just want to house them there. What do you think about that? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know how the players are going to react to that. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Like, I mean, that's a lot of players. Like, is everyone going to have a, their own suite? You know what I mean? Like, are they going to be all spread out through different hotels? They all going to be in the same hotels, right? Like, either way, like, are their families coming or like, what's going on? Like, see, that's the thing. I don't know much more about the individuals and their personal lives. Like, can they bring their kids? I right. don't think the NBA is going to physically allow that. Like, these players are going to be away from their families for months. Right. Where they these players come back at least to their homes once a week or twice a week because they're on the road a lot. Right, true. Yeah, but the NHL is actually in the same thing. I think they're, they're doing 20-team playoff. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, don't, I do not know much about the NHL. Yeah. But I know pretty much every league except the MLB is figuring it out pretty well. Because the MLB, yeah. I feel bad for the MLB because... Because of the amount of games they have to do, and they're trying to figure out the the best way to get the most money to the players and the MLB, and it's just a whole cluster mm-hmm. of it's just these play these owners don't want this much, these players don't want this much. There's players literally saying they don't even want to play this season because they're not going to make the money they were told. Like it's just the whole thing with all these leagues co- reconstructing is just sucks. Because that's where, that's where hockey was right at basically the end of the regular season, so they honestly are just itching to play, and they're going to throw twenty teams in one city and just do a playoff. It's yeah. pretty much just a playoff at this point, I so think. What, what yeah. really sucks for the um, OHL up in Flint, the Flint Firebirds, they just finished top seed in their division for the first time since they've been introduced in Flint. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we finished top seed, and bam, Corona. You know, we, we were all excited. Oh, we're about to go to playoffs, win the cup, you know, win the whole HL league. But no, Corona's hit. So I don't know what they're going to do with OHL league, but I know the NHL's getting their shit figured out. Same with, you know, NBA and whatnot. Yeah, because I know, like, the soccer, they're trying to figure it out. Uh, pretty much every league's trying to figure it out at this point. I think with the time that we've had to allocate toward it, I think most leagues are figuring out a good time frame. Uh, I want to talk about this one list I've seen, and it's the company is called the PFF, and they released a top 50 of the players in the NFL. Okay. I don't know specifically the top 50 just off the top of my head, right. but I made a few key points of some players that were not on the list or could have been up or down, so let's talk about that. So, 
my first person that I really like, I think this player is great, is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry was not on their top 50. Derrick Henry played, I think, 14 games, and he, he led the league in rushing yards. And he he literally had a outstanding season. He Have you seen him, Derrick Henry, play? He literally played for 14 games and literally just went nuts. He he had 99-yard running touchdowns, back-to-back end zones. This is probably my favorite player in the NFL, other than Christian McCaffrey. I haven't really watched Derrick Henry play. No, I can't say anything about him. But from the way you're describing him, it seems like he probably should have been in the yeah. top 50. I have this guy on my uh, fantasy, for my fantasy league. He <laughs> literally tops my team. I, this for the past two years, he's been topping my team, and I think he was one of the biggest playmakers on the Titans for their playoff run. Like they literally right. made the championships, yeah. and he was not even on the top fifty. In my opinion, I think that he got shafted. Yeah, probably. Oh, what's who was all on there? Like was Andy Trey players on there? Or? No, no, not one. I do not, I don't think there was one single Detroit Lion on the top fifty, which didn't shock me. But wow. if there was, maybe Kenny Galladay. But other than that, I do not think there would have been. What about the other receiver, that white dude, short white dude, Danny Amendola? Is that who you're thinking of? No, I don't think so. He has a beard. He's a wide receiver in the Lions. He's really good, really good. I, I don't know if there's if he's if he's even on the team anymore because I can't picture he played last year man he had a weird last name yeah uh i don't remember him yeah there but uh this other thing i seen they had they had two two tight ends in the top 20 which is really interesting to me because in in the past in the nfl if you know about this nfl the tight end position has never been yeah. more dominant than it is now right and you could probably think of the two tight ends it is but it's travis kelsey and george kittle right yeah and they have george kittle over travis kelsey if i'm not mistaken that's what do fair. you think about that that's fair you think george kittle is better than travis kelsey right now yeah i can see that that's fair i honestly i think george kittle is better than travis kelsey right now yeah do i think they're both goats at their position it's- Oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. they're leading the league as the probably two of the top whiteouts. Yeah, like not even specifically tight end, but they probably are. If I give a top fifteen receivers, they might make, be fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, they probably make they probably receiver numbers. You know, what yeah. I mean? Like Travis Kelsey puts up thousands of yards. George yeah. Kittle puts up thousands of yards. They make these receiver like plays it's and it's so hard to stop tight ends now because they're so big right. and they can block they can catch they linebackers and cornerbacks can't take these big guys down no yeah. so it's just really hard to picture how the nfl has evolutionized with these top two tight ends like i can see tight ends being more dominant in this decade i can see more tight ends being factors like for instance, the Lions with T.J. Hawkinson, that guy could potentially be our top wideout one day. Yeah, I think he's great. Yeah, so do I. I think Hawkinson has a lot of talent. Just needs to get. He needs to get to where he needs to get. Sadly, he got injured. Yeah, but yeah, which was a shame because T.J. Hawkinson was doing great. He was. I think he started the season off with a 100 plus receiving game. Yeah, he was. 
He and was, Matthew Stafford was like, oh, baby. <laughs> he got excited. <laughs> he definitely got excited. But, uh, so, another thing I've seen was Christian McCaffrey was not in the top five, which I argue Christian McCaffrey is a top five player in the NFL right now. They have, uh, it was Patrick Mahomes. It was the lineman from the Colts, which he is outstanding. I think it's Nelson. I, yeah. He's great. Uh, but I just could not understand how Christian McCaffrey was not a, in the top five. And he's so fast. Well, the thing is, he can catch the ball. He yeah. caught over 100 yards receiving. They, he rushed for over 1,000 yards. And he scored, I think, the most touchdowns of a receiver or running back or something like that for a running back. Okay. I It was just unbelievable to me that... Because I have this guy on my fantasy team, too. Mm. I have him locked in for five years, and okay. I love this guy because I will never not play him. I don't care what the matchup is because the guy will at least get me points. Like, right. the guy is great. So, me seeing that he wasn't in the top uh, five, it was just it was an understatement for me. I Because I would put him as a top five in the NFL. Yeah, yeah I could see that. I don't know. It would be top five or top ten, but I could definitely see him, you know, in the lower, you know, at least top six, top seven, for sure. He's really good. I know that. Mm-hmm. He's a really good running back. And the last thing I want to note from the list was Ezekiel Elliott wasn't even on it. That was really a mind buster to me, in my opinion. He, wow, that's they had Nick Chubb on the list before Ezekiel. Elliott. Wow. Okay. Which Nick Chubb did have a great season. Don't get me wrong. He, I think he was second in rushing yards for the season. He was a ball player, don't get me wrong, but Ezekiel Elliott, for the past three years, has put up, which had to, has to be an average of, I don't know the exact number, but around 1,200 to 1,300 rushing yards a season. Right. And he's always top five, always. Yeah. I have no idea how he's not even in the top 50 in the NFL. I can't explain it, to be honest. He should definitely be probably top 25. At least, yeah. At least top fifty. That's crazy. Yeah, but I put out a list of my own top five running backs for. Uh, Let's hear him. So, so I at number five I had Delvin Cook. Okay. I think Delvin Cook's a great player. I think he's gonna be even better this season be, because of what he did last season. We already talked about Delvin Cook a little bit, so I want to move on to the next guy who we haven't talked about a lot, and it's Joe Mixon. I have Joe Mixon at my number four for running backs that you need to have next season. Joe Mixon, just statistically, had his best season last year. He's not really sharing the ball anymore. He kind of is with Bernard. I don't even know if he's on the team again. But Joe Mixon can catch a ball, and he can run the ball great. My thing is, Joe Burrow just came to the Bengals. Yeah. Joe Mixon's going to go, in my opinion, from a top 15 running back to a top 5 in 2020. I think he's in I think Joe Burrow's going to want him to be the, the top one of the top playmakers. Yeah. What do you think about Joe Mixon? I don't know much about him. I really don't. I don't really watch the Bengals, but um mm-hmm. I've heard about him. I've heard like how he did last season and from what I've heard, he seems like a pretty good player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like He's very underrated right now, in my opinion. He, he could, of course, not perform like I think he's going to. But just with what's going on with the Bengals, 
and they're rebuilding and everything. And Joe Mixon's getting close to his contract, getting expired. It's it's just lining up, in my opinion, for Joe Mixon to just have a year. Just top five rushing yards and everything. I think him and Burrow will probably do something pretty crazy. They'll probably be boys, honestly. They'll yeah. probably work great together. Yeah. Uh, so then number three, I have Elliott, of course. I could not not put Elliott on my list okay. because the guy is going to put up your yards regardless of what okay. happens. Uh, and then, surprisingly, at number two, I have Derrick Henry. And then at one, I had Kristen, Christian McCaffrey. Okay. No Mark Ingram? No. So no. I had to cut a few guys out, and he was one that I had on the, at the bubble. I had Sha- Saquon Barkley. Okay. I just I couldn't put my mind around those two players being top fives this yeah. season. Saquon Barkley had, believe me, I have him in fantasy. I love Barkley. Yeah. Freshman year, he went nuts. Yeah. Sophomore year, he died pretty much. <laughs> and it was the cause of it was, in my opinion, was the Giants. It was just the whole organization. They brought in Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones did not do great. Eli Manning sucked. Nobody could get Barkley the ball. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to have a great third year or not. I don't know. It could happen if Daniel Jones has a sophomore god year, but will Barkley be a contender this year is my question. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I mean, hopefully it happens. If it don't, it don't. And what's going to happen then? Who knows? Yeah, and then Mark Ingram, what you brought up. Yeah. I Don't get me wrong. Mark Ingram is a baller. Yeah. Lamar Jackson and him are great. I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, they just drafted a running back. And really? I think Mark Ingram might be aging to the point where he's, who knows? Who yeah. knows what's going to happen to Mark Ingram? Because he did have a great season. I'm definitely not saying he didn't. Top 10, yeah. Mark Ingram's going to be a top 10 running back next year. Top 5? I don't know. Do you think where do you think it'll go? I mean, he went from the Saints to the Baltimore. I mean, where do you think it'll go next? That's a good question. I don't. I don't know where he would go. I really don't. I think he might just be done with Baltimore, but he might stay at Baltimore for a few years. Who knows? I really don't know. Well, I mean, it'd be cool if he were be able to come home. You know, Detroit. To, you know, Michigan. Is he from He's Michigan? From Flint. Really? Yeah, from my neighboring school. <laughs> Yeah. So you really do watch him then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, so, I mean, that'd be kind of cool to come to Detroit. I mean, Carrion's all right, but Mark Ingram, Stafford, I think that'd be well, great. So with the Lions, since you just brought up Carrion, I'm actually really happy that we got Swift. I uh, really? was, I was like this, begging the Lions to pick either a running back or it was another player that I really wanted who got drafted a little later. But back to the running back court at the Lions, I think they're going to be splitting off time. I think Kerryon Johnson's going to be maybe leading it off, and then Swift maybe coming in to clean it up. I think it'll just be great for the Lions because we haven't had a single running back who was great since Barry Sanders. Right. It's just it's been either injuries. It's been either they just lose it. And they just get what traded. I'm, what I'm tired of seeing in Detroit is they can never have. Like a good solid on both ends of the ball. 
Mm-hmm. Like, a couple years back, we had, like, what, the number one defense in the fucking league? Yeah, we had Sue. Yeah. Dirty Sue. I loved Sue. Yeah, and then now we have, like, one of the best offenses in the league. Like, it's we just never can be a good mix on both. That's what makes me upset with Detroit. Yeah, we, we've definitely – I do agree. We've definitely went back and forth. We've had a good defense for a little bit. Now we have a better offense than a defense, in my opinion. Yeah. Losing Darius Slay is – it's very sad, yeah. but we definitely got Jeff. So I I like Jeff. I think he's gonna be a great. I watched cornerback. him. Watched someone's highlights in college. I I think I think he'll do all right. I think he'll yeah. adjust just well. Yeah, but will he be a Darius Slay? I don't know, but I think he'll adjust well. Yeah, I don't I don't know about the Lions though. I I just talked about their season recently in mm-hmm. my Lions talk number two that I just recorded, but. What I predicted predicted the Lions are going to do is they're going to go nine and seven, and they could possibly make the seventh spot wild card. Yeah, that's what I pretty much thought. I think Matthew Stafford playing all sixteen games. I think if he's healthy, and I think if Kenny Galladay is healthy and T.J. Hawkinson's healthy, all these players are healthy. I I have no doubt that the Lions should not win nine games at least. Mm-hmm. There's just no way. I. The defense, yeah, it's a little shaky. I'm not going to lie. I am kind of scared about some of the teams we're going to play because our defense is vulnerable. They're young yeah. in some spots and maybe just don't have everything yet. Right. But can the Lions stop some of the teams they're going to play this year? I think they can. Definitely. Most definitely, yeah. I mean, we're playing against – I mean, there's some weak offenses out there for sure and there's some really strong ones. But and Specifically our division – like the Bears are don't even know who their quarterback is yet. Right. The Vikings they have a good O, but an okay D in my opinion. And then the Packers, everyone's just all over the place, but they're just a good organization in general. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna come up top? That's gonna be a good good finding out in twenty twenty, in my opinion. Definitely the Packers. They deserve everything they did last year. They did great. Will they do it again? Like they've done. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers might be on his way out with the addition of Jordan Love. About time. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. You don't like Aaron Rodgers? No, I don't like Aaron Rodgers. It's only because he's, I don't like Green Bay, but still. Yeah. He's a good quarterback, but, man, he's been here forever. Yeah, he's been there for quite a while. Uh, I know that them drafting Jordan Love is going to be is going to be itching him to mm. do better because yeah. he had the most throwaways or something like that. His receiving core was just not up to par. Like, Aaron Rodgers is definitely, something's going up in his head, and he's just mad, yeah. in my opinion. He's getting there. Is Jordan Love going to be the Aaron Rodgers filler? I don't think so, though. So, what do we think? 2021 20, Super Bowl champs. What do you think? The tw- so, next year. Um, this upcoming season. So be, yeah. yeah, the next season. Uh, I don't... Like honestly, the the Chiefs are just destroying the league right now. I would like to see the Ravens in the Super Bowl though. I would love to see Lamar Jackson at his best. Okay, well, before we you know start saying bandwagons, do you think Tampa's gonna make it? <sighs> Tampa Bay will not make the playoffs. You don't think so? I don't think Tom Brady is going to walk Tampa Bay into the playoffs. I really don't think it. Unless Tom Brady gets back to where he was good at and just 
dropping dimes into his playmakers. He's always been good at it. He can make any receiver good. I 100% agree with that. Tom Brady is really good. I will never say he's not. I've always loved Tom Brady. He's a Michigan quarterback. Yeah. I've watched him as a, literally a baby. Will he bring Tampa Bay to a playoff run is a great question. I think if he makes the playoffs, it will be a wild card. I do not think he can take on the division that he's in. He's playing against Matt Ryan twice a season. He's playing against Drew Brees twice a season now with Tampa Bay, who hasn't been good in the past few years. Mm -mm. He's literally replacing the quarterback who threw the most interceptions in the NFL. But the thing with this is his receiving core is so good. I know. I know. And that's what... What makes me think he might make the playoffs? Yeah, because I'm not 100 percent on them. Not, I'm definitely like 66 percent not. I heard the defense. Tampa Bay. Yeah, the defense is. It depends what happens. They have young cornerbacks. They have young players that are good. But mm-hmm. will the Tampa Bay defense be able to stop these teams that they play twice a year? Drew Brees will throw. Close to 5,000 yards. It's just he loves doing that. Yeah. And it all comes down to if that defense can hold players like that. Right. Wow. What do you think about Tampa Bay? Um, <laughs> I know their offense is strong. And I, I know that for sure. And I know Tom Brady, like you say, can make any wide receiver look good. He has Mike Evans. He has Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. It, the list just goes on that players on the team is good. Exactly. So that's why I think I think they will go to the playoffs. Really? I mean, I do. I think their offense is going to shut people out. Like their defense, like like not. I don't know. I feel like a lot of defenses can't put up with that offense. Like you know how like last season nobody could put up with the Chiefs' offense. I feel like we're gonna have another one of those about Tampa Bay. Okay. I think that's what's gonna show up this season. Uh, one last thing I definitely want to talk about is USC. This was something that just happened, and I was really happy for him because I do think differently than a lot of people about this topic, and it's Reggie Bush. This guy lost his Heisman. He lost future scholarships for players at USC. A bunch of stuff happened, and I think it was 2005, around that time. Reggie Bush was accused of taking thousands of dollars from agents or something, okay. and he was paid as a college athlete, okay. technically. Yeah. And because of that, he didn't follow the NCAA rules, and he lost the, the national championship, and they lost the Heisman on both the trophies. And Damn. Reggie Bush's career pretty much did not go up from there. No. I'm, I'm happy... For for USC, that they're getting this name back. He's allowed to be uh, considered USC again. Okay. It's been 10 years. Okay. You know anything about Reggie Bush? Yeah, Reggie Bush is the old running back for Detroit, right? Uh, he might have been there for a year, but yeah. I don't know if that was his long term. I know he was in the Saints for a good amount of time. He, he was a rotated running back. Yeah. He just... He Never played, yeah. Functioned. I think he played for Detroit anywhere. a year or two, and I did like him. So I remember him being like, you know, fast. I remember being quick, but I don't know much about him now. I don't. Yeah, but I definitely want to end this on Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush 
I'm so happy he's able to be recognized as with USC again. Yeah. I'm happy for him because my thing with college athletes getting paid is, yes, they should get some kind of payment. I would love to – I'm pretty sure something about their likeliness. They're allowed to get paid for their name now. Mm-hmm. They're not specifically getting paid for the school they play for, but if, like, say Trevor Lawrence was on the cover of – a of a magazine or something, he'd get paid for that. Okay. I'm definitely 100% cool with that. I don't yeah. think college players should be getting paid to play football, though. No. But they already get paid thousands of dollars in other things that people don't know about, other than scholarships. Right. They're getting money. I understand bills, but when you go to college, you're playing for a uniform, you're playing for a team. And if you're good enough to get paid for your likeliness, I applaud you because right. you should. Right. You should. If let's say what they started with talking about back in with the NCAA 14 video game, I think players should get paid for their names in that game. Mm-hmm. It's just right. You're in a video game. Right. Why wouldn't you get paid at least something? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you there, hundred percent. All right, but I definitely want to end off with that. We're going to pretty much end this off on a good note with Reggie Bush. I want to thank everybody for tuning in into the show tonight. Uh, thank you, Manfish, for coming out today. Hey, no problem. It was awesome talking to you about this stuff. I had a great time on the woods. Definitely, we'll see you guys next week back on the woods.